Hey guys, Darren Bentley here. And before we get started, I wanted to make a special announcement. We have officially opened registration for the Private Money Conference, which is a three-day live event where you will learn directly from Jay and his team how to raise thousands of dollars in private money to fund all of your real estate deals. Now, in today's changing market, more and more people are losing out to other investors because most of those investors have the cash to fund these deals. Did you know that you are missing out on 87% of the real estate deals out there because you don't have access to private money? Sadly, most real estate investors don't even know this is the reason why they continue to lose deal after deal. And with everything that's happening in the market today, you absolutely need every advantage available to you. And having access to unlimited amounts of private money is your big advantage. So to register for this live event, head over to jconnor.com forward slash event. Again, that is jconnor.com, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash event, where you will be able to lock in your seat for this live in-person three-day event, which takes place June 12th, 13th, and the 14th in beautiful North Carolina. But you got to be fast because there are a limited number of seats, and when they are gone, they're gone. So again, to take advantage of this incredible event and to learn how to raise all the private money you'll ever need directly from Jay Connor and his team, head over to jayconnor.com forward slash event. Again, that is jayconnor.com, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash event. Now let's get into today's episode. Sure. So let's go ahead and dive in on virtual assistants. So, I mean, I know what I use your virtual assistants for, but you know, my audience, I've got a, I got a good share of my audience that are still working towards their very first real estate deal, the real estate investing deal. Another part of my audience, they've done a few deals. Another part of my audience, they're doing a bunch of deals. So, you know, let's talk about why a virtual assistant, why consider using a virtual assistant and what are, you know, what are the, some of those most popular tasks that a virtual assistant can do for the real estate entrepreneur? Yeah, absolutely. What, what can a VA do for me is usually the number one question that people have, right? So it's, it's easier to think about it from a couple standpoints. So when you think about the entire business, the real estate business from marketing and lead management and underwriting running comps and all the analysis to you know your general admin and transaction coordination and title management if you look at that entire process there's two aspects of it that are super important from like a business building standpoint one is it's a transactional business right so it's like you go through all of that process every time for every deal and each time you do it over and over and over. So you close the deal, you got to do it all over again. And you close the deal and you do it all over again. So it's that transactional business. But what's so amazing about 2019 and where we are today and is the technology availability, the advancement in technology. So between cloud storage and every CRM 
in every phone system, every, every resource that's used within your business is a cloud-based resource. And so having virtual team members is, is not only doable, it's now easy and simple. That's why you were able to have that experience. Those people, they're buzzing in on Zoom. Literally, they could not be further across, across the globe. You could pretty much draw a straight line through the center of the earth and hit them, right? So the, the technology advancements created that opportunity for through, through the connection there. And so what can a VA do throughout that entire transactional process? Anything done on a phone or computer. It's just really about how your business is structured. So for people that are brand new and who've never done a deal, it's all just about utilization and time. You've got to, you either have time or money and, or, you know, you've got to allocate something. So if you're by yourself, if you're going to do all the work, everything by yourself, then you're allocating all your time. Right. So what is highest and best use of your time? If, if people like to, I'm assuming people like their kids and their families and like things other than just work. So they, that's what they really are in the business for is so they can do what they want, when they want, with who they want. Right. So it's, you know, we all want to spend time with our friends and family and, and do things that we actually care about. That's really why we're in the business. Right. So when you look at what you're doing every single day, Jay, like what is the best use of your time? And I would love to hear and say, you know, you should pick one thing to do every day, but that's not very realistic. Right. We all got to kind of live our lives and figure it out and kind of hustle through the day to day. But when you think of the few things that you should actually be doing for some people, that's meeting with sellers, whether to get listing appointments or get the transaction. For some people, that's, you know, networking to raise private money because their businesses needs to grow. Their rehabbing business needs to grow for, from that. It's really just kind of depends on where you are, but it's about the highest and best use of your time. And if you could spend 10 bucks an hour to get rid of some of these tasks and get your time back and be able to do more transactions, it's, that's the formula. And it's not, it's not super complicated to make happen, right? As you've seen that that's, what you're going through. So what can you delegate? What can you outsource? What you've seen, and I think what you've been kind of blown away with is the things that pretty much anything throughout the business. The most important thing is what are your goals? What are you trying to accomplish in your business? Where should you spend your time? And then you create efficiencies around everything else. So technology should help a lot. So anything you can apply technology to, we do that first. And then second, where we need a human body whether that's answering the phones or running comps or building buyers lists, it totally depends, but it's, you know, so many people look at it at hiring somebody within the business as an expense. And if you want to do that, that's fine. There's a pretty easy formula for that. It's like, what is your revenue per deal? For me, I made 10 to $12,000 per wholesale deal or about 35 to 40,000 in a rehab. So one more deal and a rehab or two deals in a wholesale paid for that person for the whole year. So if you want to look at like an expense, it's like one more deal a year. And then everything else they do is great, right? You just get your time back for that. So, that's, but I like to look at it as more of an investment. You're investing in your business to create the platform that you're really looking to build. You're looking to create something. You don't want just the, the golden egg. You want the goose that produces the egg all the time, right? And the way you do that is by having competent, structured, great team members performing good systems and tasks and processes over and over and over again, which is what you have, which is why you're successful. 
right? So working with you is easy because you come in, Jay, and you give our team what we need. We have that alignment call with you. You, you, you thought you had an idea of what you wanted your VAs to do, and the team said, great, but have you thought about this, this, and this, and this, and this, and this? And you said, no, I haven't. Let's, th let's think about how that would work and the communication correspondence and who would have to take what. And you, you were willing to go through that process with my team. They could pull that out of you. And you, you invested a little bit of time with us on the front end. That's why the rest of it was easy. Because by figuring out what that task is, that's the hardest part of all of it. Getting the systems and processes in place, that's the hard part. Finding you a rock star, that's what our platform does, right? That's that's the easy part. Exactly. Yeah, you said something a moment ago that triggered me to say this. You talk about leveraging time. So I had an aha moment a few years ago. And I mean, it's really pretty simple, but I just didn't think about it in this framework until a few years ago. And that is, you know, when I'm doing a task, doesn't no matter what it is, but when I'm personally doing a task, and let's say whatever that task is, let's say I can pay somebody else $10 per hour to do that kind of activity. Well, here's the aha moment I had, Rob, and that is when I'm doing that task myself, I am earning $10 per hour. In other words, that's the value of that time is $10 per hour. And if I'm doing it, that's all I'm making is 10 hours saving, if you will, $10 an hour. And, you know, if, you know, particularly to the seasoned real estate investors, people that are doing some deals, I mean, take your revenue per year or your profit per year, whatever way you want to do it, and take that and divide it by 52 weeks. There's your average revenue per week. Now divide that by the number of hours that you work per week. You know, you should, if you're doing any kind of deals, you should be finding yourself, you're making in the thousands of dollars per hour that you work on deals. So how beneficial could it be to, you know, set yourself free, you know, take the cage from around you and delegate. I mean, one of my favorite phrases is dictate, delegate, and disappear. Let the people do what they're best at doing, you know, and you be the visionary and you go work on the marketing or you go work on some other ways to actually generate the business. So, you know, like the virtual assistants, you know, that I'm using through Rocket Station, like I have my virtual assistants. I mean, they're making outbound calls to sellers and one beautiful thing about using your virtual assistants, you know, in my business is I don't have to worry anymore like I did for years. I've been doing this business now for 16 years. I don't have to worry anymore about a lead falling through the crack. All right. I've got a full time acquisitionist. Well, my acquisitionist job is to be on the phone and negotiate with these sellers but my acquisitionist doesn't have time to keep following up and following up and following up with all these leads that stack up in a very, very short period of time. And as we've discovered, the majority of the deals that we buy, we don't buy them on the first call or the second call or the third call. I mean, we buy houses from people sometimes a year down the road. You know, motivation, life and circumstances change. 
So now one of your virtual assistants that works with my team, they, through using the CRM, you know, having all the contacts online, well, she calls them every 30 days until we either buy that house or they tell us to stop calling them, you know? So that's just, I can't put a value on that peace of mind that I have on, you know, whether, and buyers I have, you know, she follows up with potential buyers that we have on our rent to own program. So, I mean, that is cheap, cheap, cheap insurance, if you will, that I pay, um, you know, one of your virtual assistants to make sure I'm not losing any deals. Yeah. I mean, like a lot of us are proud of our businesses and we should be because we work so hard at it, but it also makes us a little bit blind, right? So the lead management process, it's easy to think we're doing a good job with the leads because we work them really hard and we're, we, we try really hard with them with that first touch. And when they come in and trying to get it from that first lead, figuring out if it's a deal or not, we work so hard at that. But that's really all we do is we're scraping the cream off the top and we don't really nurture very deep. And having your VA, what it's allowing you to do, do is go much deeper in the process. And you called it insurance. That's I haven't really heard it phrased that way, but man, that's one of the coolest ways I've, I've ever heard anybody say it because I couldn't say it better myself. It's your team members should be your acquisition person. They should be focused on closing deals they should be negotiating they should be working contracts not yeah. getting people on the phone not figuring out who's really where you know where should i be spending no they just closing deals and generating revenue yeah and you know my virtual assistant that does this from rocket station i like i view her as like she resurrects the dead is what she does so we've got these dead prospects i mean here's one thing when i first hired her on to start helping me with these tasks I had my acquisitionist send her like over a hundred seller leads. I forget how many it was that my acquisitionist had not had time to follow up with. Well, that's what she did first is, I mean, she just resurrected the dead prospects out of that pile. And we bought houses right out the gate from just those follow up activities. It's just, it's just, you know, I don't, I have nothing to say better than that. You, you're saying it perfect. I had, you know, we had talked and we just saw each other again, not that long ago. And you said you were having great success, but I didn't know to this extent. That's, that's amazing. So really, really cool to hear that. That's what it's all about, right? Is, is more opportunity with what you already have. Most people yeah. think they you need know, more leads. They don't need more leads. They just need to capitalize on what they currently have. Oh, exactly. Exactly. And you know, the way that your team has got your virtual assistants to report is just amazing. I mean, first thing in the morning, I get a, a start of the day report from the virtual assistant. And the start of the day report, uh, they say, okay, here's what I'm planning for the day. I'm going to do this. 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 Then... My acquisitionist and I, we get an end of the day report. So from this time to this time, here's what I did. From this time to this time, this is what I did. And, you know, the accountability that your company has got in place, making sure that the virtual assistants are doing what they say they're doing, that's phenomenal. And I'll and I tell you, to be totally transparent, Rob, I was a little skeptical and nervous before I decided to give it a try because I was a little skeptical and nervous about having a foreign accent. 
and how strong that foreign accent was going to be when they're making outbound calls and talking to my prospects. And what I've discovered is it hasn't been an issue at all. I mean, actually, the accent is like not detectable much at all. I mean, it's not like talking to somebody that, I mean, we've all talked to people overseas that work for the phone companies and the utility companies, and you like barely understand those people. But I've, I'm all, in fact, all three of those virtual assistants that I interviewed, beautiful voices, very, I mean, a command of the English language. And I mean, here's my bottom line. I don't care what they sound like if I'm buying houses, right? I mean, who cares? Who cares what they sound like? The bottom line is I'm making more money. <laughs> Isn't that the idea? You know, so if anybody's skeptical on the accent, just get over that because they'll put money in your pocket. So, so you know, we got we got people here tuning in, Rob, that are still looking to do their first deal. At what point in time along someone's real estate investing experience and career, does it make sense for them to really start taking a look at getting a VA on board? I have my answer. I'll let you go first. I My opinion is the moment you're ready to value your time and the way that you expressed is the moment that you should bring somebody on board because there's so much to do in the day-to-day. You look at the number of hours of work to get any one transaction done. I mean, it's just about how, you know, you gave the formula, you gave the equation for, for time utilization. What do you value your time and what is worth your time to you that's a decision for each and every person to make but i i think as soon as you're ready to to value your time and get some of your time back or do more deals it's it's time to hire somebody well i i can speak from personal experience i did this business for years without a virtual assistant when i started using virtual assistants and and i saw what was happening i thought to myself if i had known when i started out what i now know I would have started day one with a virtual assistant. And here's, here's why. When I started out, I ran my business from the seat of my pants. All right. So it was like everything was so reactionary. All right. And instead of really building the road, what's beautiful about having your virtual assistants in our world is that, as you said, the systems are in place. We don't have to like create what does somebody need to do? I mean, you know, whether somebody's a wholesaler, a fix and flipper, buy and hold rentals, it doesn't matter. You've already got the systems in place. And as I said at the start of the show, you all, your team brought me ideas on how to utilize the virtual assistant to even, you know, exponentially create even more value than, than I could even, you know, ways that I hadn't even thought about using the virtual assistant. So anyway, oh my lands, Rob, I can't believe it. We're out of time. My word, where in the world did it go? So I know I've got my audience wants to connect with you, your team. They want to continue the conversation. They want to explore the possibility of, you know, how this can actually be a huge profit center by bringing someone on. So I don't know if you've got a gift you want to give away. I don't know if you've got a uh, contact information. So 
how can people connect with you and Rocket Station? Yeah, so for those that are just casually interested, go to rocketstation.com. There's some great information there and there's some good resources. There's some stuff there. But for anybody who's actually serious in the idea, I mean, not in necessarily hiring from us, just serious about the ideas of leveraging and potentially using virtual assistants, I will give you Greg's email, Brooks, B-R-O-O-K-S at rocketstation.com. And that I, if there's any, any resource or value that I could add, I don't think there's anything more valuable than spending 15, 20 minutes with our team of experts, like you talked about, Jay, and just kind of wrapping your mind around the, the potential that virtual assistants or outsourcing could provide to your business. And our team would be happy to spend a few minutes with anybody that was serious about the concept and idea and, and going to value that time. We'd be happy to spend a few minutes with you. So it's Greg Brooks. He leads the team of, of development experts. And so it's Brooks, B-R-O-O-K-S at rocketstation.com. So let's just one more time, let's uh, give out that email address, Rob. It's Brooks, B-R-O-O-K-S at rocketstation.com. So Greg is is the man and Greg Brooks, B-R-O-O-K-S at rocketstation.com. That's awesome. Rob, I tell you, it was fantastic having you on here. I always love hanging out with you when we're at our mastermind meetings. But uh, thank you so much for sharing this awesome information. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it, Jay. And with that, folks, there you have it. Another brilliant, outstanding episode of Real Estate Investing with Jay Connor. Another big thanks to Rob for being on. So until the next show, I'm Jay Connor, the Private Money Authority, wishing you all the best. And here's to taking your real estate investing business to the next level. We'll see you on the next show.